Hello, hi everybody. Welcome to Football in General. It's Rob Case. And Trevor Koppel. Trevor, slow week in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Um, we'll try not to say that for uh, for the next uh, hour, but it's going to be tough. <laughs> I tell you, um, when you're looking for news to talk about in the NFL, not that I, I don't already have the scoops and all the dirt and everything already drug up for my muckraking that I usually do throughout the week. Um, but if you go on Pro Football, fo- uh, Pro Football Talk, excuse me, uh, NBC Sports website, and if you see, if you go on there and you know it's a slow week when the eighth highest article or most commented on is looking at some of the best names in NFL history. That's number eight. That's not oh, even wow. news. That's yeah. an opinion article. <laughs> that's so, uh, that's rough. Yeah. Well, number six is will Bills fans overrun SoFi Stadium for Week One visit to the Rams. You know, hmm. that's number six. Which actually begs me to ask the question given the the given the the tenacity is that probably fair to say or passion of buffalo bills fans do you expect uh, a majority of fans at sofi in week 1 to be bills fans man i nothing and it's against, LA. nothing in against September. buffalo so nothing against right. buffalo but i really hope not um for the for the sake of the rams like you guys you're the defending champion Okay, it's a home game opener. Like, turn out for the team. I mean, come on. Like, what what does it take to rally a fan base? Because, yeah, I mean, if if there's more Bills fans than Rams fans, like, I, I mean, is it ridiculous to talk about moving the team? Because what the hell? <laughs> um, I, uh, you mean moving the team from LA? Yeah, after they just built like a four billion dollar stadium, put put it put it in a city that's going to embrace them with a little more. You know, I mean, it's your home team. Like there there should not be, it shouldn't even be close. It should be overwhelmingly Rams fans. Have you been to L.A.? Do you think anybody actually watches sports in L.A. outside the Lakers? Well, that that's my point. Is like, do the do the Rams belong in L.A.? Are they going to mm. be some team that only only the super affluent with more time on their hands than they know what to do with can attend the games, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we all saw the Super Bowl. I mean, it was basically yeah. like Celebrity City. I don't think any of them watching the game. They're all drinking, you know, champagne, crevassier, and <laughs> uh which I don't know where you get in a Super Bowl bar. It's, it's probably served there. So, I yeah. mean. <laughs> so, um yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I mean, it it could happen that there are a ton of Bills fans there, but uh, and and that'll be, uh, you know, more than than the usual you know story because they're coming all the way from Buffalo. Um, it's just, uh, it's I'll just I'll feel really bad for the for the Rams club and for all the Ram fans that wish they could be at the game, you know, because they've they've got they've got fans uh, still in. In Missouri, you know, bitter ones, but they're still there. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, all related to Kurt Warner, probably. <laughs> um, do you think tr- tables travel well? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. How about, sorry, <laughs> sorry, you're going to have to check that folding table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or gasoline, considering how expensive it is. Right. In, uh, in oh, LA. man. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, I mean, well, I so that's the other thing, too. Like, man, it, it takes 
you know, it, it is not a cheap time to be traveling across the country for a football game. Um, I, I, I can't predict what airline prices and gas prices are going to do uh, in the next three months. But, uh, man, you, you'd think that, uh, that the Rams uh, fan base could show up and, uh, and make it a home advantage. I just, but but that's the 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 catch twenty two is that Rams, L.A. Rams, and fans and home field they're all being used in the same sentence. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I know what you I, mean. I don't, I don't think there is like any chance <laughs> that that there there will be any Rams fans, legitimate Rams fans there, who aren't just bandwagon jumpers or just celebrities or something showing up on a Thursday night football game. So um, that's why I asked the question because it kind of is interesting to think about like there was a Rams 49ers game last year, right? Where there was more 49ers fans, way more. In right. fact, way more. It was basically a home game in San Francisco and in, in LA for San Francisco. Well, and, and I know, uh, California is often, it, it, it's bigger than I give it credit for, but still that's that same time zone, same state. It's not quite the, the, you know, the, the pilgrimage that coming from Buffalo would be. Um, but I mean, uh, but yeah, it's it's a sad state of affairs. The the Rams home crowd is uh, is just lacking. I mean, taking the four hundred five to the one hundred one from San Francisco down to L A. is you're saying that's not a pilgrimage? What are you doing it's, here? <laughs> what are you doing here as San Francisco Forty Nine ers fans? So. Anyway, it's a little SNL throwback shout out right there to the <laughs> Californians, but um, classic. <laughs> classic, right? You know, it's it's interesting to, to to think about. It's just a quick excerpt of the NFL schedule, which was released last Thursday. We covered Week One. We didn't get a chance to talk about Thanksgiving or Christmas or anything regarding some of the primetime games. Really, just a few of them. Um, you know, what did you think of the, the Thanksgiving slate? Other than most of us won't really remember what the games are, and we just are kind of their, their background noise for the most part. Except for the primetime one. Those tend to be the best ones. I was going to say, uh, the, before you, the, the yeah, primetime Thanksgiving matchup is, uh, is one you're likely to hear plenty about on this podcast. Mm. Uh, I wonder why. Because it's uh, New England at <laughs> Minnesota. So, so Rob and I are both uh, circling that one on our, on our calendar. Um, you know, right. New York, you know, New York Giants against Dallas. It's a good little uh, NFC East matchup. It's hard mm-hmm. to tell whether or not it's going to be much of a relevant uh, game at this point. But uh, here's hoping. Um, the one that really jumps out at me, though, that it just, I mean, I guess you have to look at it one of two ways. You know, Detroit's always going to play at home on, on Thanksgiving and Detroit doesn't draw a huge fan base, so let's throw a team in there that does, Buffalo. But also, that's just that's going to be a, an absolute schmearing of, of the Lions. Uh, so, you know, it's just not good football. for. A, a, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is let's give Detroit someone they have a chance against. Like, you know, why isn't Detroit playing the Giants or the Jets or the Jaguars? Or the Texans, or, or you know, there's a lot of teams out there that they could at least have a shot at winning their home annual Thanksgiving game. Instead, you got to play in Buffalo that they have absolutely no chance of uh, of beating. Um, 
and, and maybe maybe they can prove me wrong. I, I'd I'd be very entertained if they did. But the way I see it, th- this this might be the game that I most would say this team doesn't have a chance. Detroit has no chance uh, winning against Buffalo at home this year. Well, Trevor, I'll tell you, they did reach out to Georgia Southern, but uh, they weren't <laughs> available to play to play on Thanksgiving against the. Detroit no, Lions. I don't know. I think uh, I'd fairness. rather. I, I think so. I think Detroit has a better chance against Jacksonville than Georgia Southern. But okay, <laughs> right? You ever seen that Georgia Southern triple option? God, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> yeah. Triple option. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know if that's what they run, but I assume it's some sort of spread or RPO, <laughs> which means they're not going to go to the Super Bowl. So um, yeah, I oh boy, the Bills and Lions. Like I said, it, it you know if you're on the West Coast and you're, you're Thanksgiving, you got football in the background. This is like a nine o'clock game, nine thirty. You know, like or actually, this would be after. Well, no, yeah, this would be after uh, daylight savings time. Are we doing that anymore? Is that? Do they say that's not a thing anymore? Uh, I, I wouldn't mind if we uh, yeah. you know move past the whole daylight savings thing, but I hadn't heard anything about that. Okay, I, I digress. That was you know that wasn't <laughs> one of the big comment and articles on Pro Football Focus. So you have to or Pro Football Talk, excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah, not a not gonna not gonna not gonna let not gonna make me watch this game. That's for sure. Uh, you, I I think even if we preview it before the season, and this is technically what technically week ten, I think we can all sort of uh, agree that um, really the Lions have no chance because of the Buffalo Bills, who. Um, won't have Brian Dable calling offensive calls. I think that's interesting. Maybe that's another conversation we get to in another day here when we start previewing fantasy football stuff for Josh Allen. Um, I think that you know Detroit plays pretty hard, especially with Dan Campbell. What do you say? We're going to rip out kneecaps with our knees and legs or something? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how bite, they get the kneecaps off, out of legs. Bite but. off a kneecap on their way back up, I think. Is what they said something like... Well, that sounds that's that's like basically like the Turducken Trophy in this case. I mean, if you're coming out with a kneecap on Thanksgiving, uh, uh, maybe it wasn't maybe the turkey wasn't cooked all the way. <laughs> that's all I can say, you know. So, um, yeah, not not a great not a great matchup. The four thirty one, I guess you'd call the mid afternoon or evening, early evening. Giants at Cowboys. I mean, who they couldn't have gotten another. You know, they don't have. I mean, they got. I don't know. Tradition, right? Cowboys, Lions always play on Thanksgiving. But we got to watch the Giants at the Cowboys? I can only assume. No, it, I mean, uh, Brian much, Dable, I yeah. don't know. Giants how much, head coach. How much better would it be yeah. if you were to switch those two road teams? Giants at Detroit. Oh, wow. Buffalo yeah. at Dallas. I would much rather see those two games, even though I still yeah. think Buffalo would dominate. <laughs> uh, yeah, likewise. Um, I don't hate the matchup. I guess on paper right now it doesn't look great. But... Brian Dable, first-year head coach. There's always a team that sneaks into the playoffs every year. Um, Daniel Jones, oh boy. But New York's pretty improved. they got a lot of talent, young talent at that. Um, I, don't, I, I guess I don't hate this matchup now that I think about it. But, jeez, I mean, anything better on paper? <laughs> is there anything better on paper they could have inserted here? I mean, the primetime matchup is pretty, pretty ideal. I do think these are all kind of like B level, C level matchups. So is that fair to say? These are like one o'clock games. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, obviously, games. obviously, our, our interest in the primetime game is is uh, heavily influenced by by the by the teams that we love. 
Um, well, we don't have to keep I, skirting around the issue. Let's just talk about it. <laughs> right. Know? Well, so I, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm excited about the Vikings, uh, Patriots game. Not just because it's a primetime game for my team, but uh, because it, it is two teams that don't face off very often. Um, you know, because the Vikings really struggle to make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a while. But, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, you know, there, there, there was a time when uh, going to the Super Bowl means you might uh, might uh, likely be playing the Patriots. But uh, but uh, anyway, so it, it's uh, it's a matchup that I just I can't remember the last time I saw these two teams play. I, I'm kind of curious to see when it was. I think it's been a long time uh, since these two guys every, uh, played each other in the regular season. Every, every four years, right? Minnesota and New England? Yeah, every four years. Every four years? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the way the rotation works. Does every team play every other team every four years? Yeah. Yeah. No Yeah, they way. rotate between, yeah, the AFC and, you know, I mean, this is the way it's been going on since, like, the late, late 90s. Well, I, uh, I, I, missed, <laughs> I missed the pattern. Obviously, um, you weren't part of that meeting. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> so. I'm all for it, though. That's, that's good. That's good. But, uh... But uh, you know, and you can say the same thing about the Bills playing playing the Lions. Um, but again, I just I, I cannot get excited for that game. And I I really I, I do like the tradition of of Detroit always playing on on Thanksgiving. But I I, I guess I I take the other look at. I mean, I'd rather have a good matchup than throw uh, a team that that is hot right now in there. Right. Um, so, do you yeah. think it's too much to ask for to see a uh, throwback unis here, or is that not? Um, we have to wait till next year because they can't do the helmets still. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you got some really get some teams that would. Uh, I would just love to see some of these throwback uniforms. The Patriots, especially. Oh yeah, the Pat I the like, Patriot. I like the old Patriot. The red. Ones. Those yeah. are pretty great. Yeah. Let's uh, let's see. When can. So, um, you know, I would like to see that. If you're going to make me watch Detroit, at least let me watch Detroit with their, like, 1930s throwback uniforms, right? That would be pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, like like I said, Pat the Patriot or, like, the Vikings, those, those purple people. Oh, it is, the, it is this year. It is this year. They can start wearing the, the, the throwback uniforms again and the, and the helmets and everything. So this, is, this, could, this has got potential. <laughs> like we could see something here. I, that's what they should do. That you know, how else are you gonna make these games special? It's Thanksgiving. People are gonna watch them, but like, how can you make it more special than just Thanksgiving? Because yeah, at this point, not that I'm saying Thanksgiving's antiquated, but I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, it happens every year, right? <laughs> it's been going on for like since like the 1600s. I mean, Jesus, you know, you got to <laughs> spice it up a little bit. At least <laughs> throw Lady Gaga on the field, you know, in the middle of the game or something. I don't know. Um, Nonetheless, I think we're going to see some throwback uniforms. I'm going to bet we do. In no, fact, I'm, I'm I don't know what. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I think it's the perfect day to bring out the throwbacks for those teams. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, those, uh, that is Thanksgiving. Uh, what, is, what do you think about the slate before we move on to Christmas? <laughs> I mean, in terms of like predicting the outcomes or. Well, just like the overall slate. 
I mean, like, do you like the, the prime time? Is it? Is, do you feel like it's like with me, where I feel like they're all one o'clock games that are just sort of like propped it I up mean, a little bit? I here? mean, things can happen within the season that can that can grow the intrigue of these matchups. But the way I see it, I'm excited about the prime time matchup for specific to me and obvious reasons. Um, and uh, and I, I actually do think, you know, unbiasedly, I do think that. Uh, that that primetime matchup is probably the best matchup. Um, I think, uh, uh, you know, I could be wrong about about Giants-Cowboys, and it could be could be a close game. Um, but I don't expect it to be. I, I think the Cowboys will win that one, and I put my money on Buffalo, you know, having the game wrapped up by halftime in Detroit. So, oh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> how, about the, how about these games, right? Look at Christmas. Thanksgiving gets no love, because look at this. <laughs> no, no, no. One o'clock I'm game. looking at the Christmas games, oh, and I like Lord. the Christmas games. These are some I mean, good it's matchups. <laughs> just loaded. I mean, last year was loaded. I think we, I don't remember the games we got on Christmas last year, but it was loaded, you know? Um, one o'clock kick- kickoff, Packers at Dolphins. I mean, yeah, God. I like, I like and it's this not, matchup a lot. Um, God. You yeah. know, there's a real... Uh, shifting with the, with the wide receiver situations that kind of evens this out from what it would have been last year. You know, Miami adds the Cheetah, uh, Green Bay without Devontae Adams. Uh, this becomes a much more evenly matched up game than, than it would be on paper last year. Um, I, I'm pumped for it. Uh, you know, Christmas in Miami, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would prefer it to be in Lambeau. Just for the sake of seeing like the snow and, that, and everything, but we'll get plenty of own, that. That's its own kind of awesome, you know. That's a white yeah. Christmas type of thing, um, right. and uh, and and a similar situation with Denver on the road in L.A. You know, might might be a little more Christmassy at Mile High than uh, <laughs> than in Southern California. Um, but uh, but I do like these matchups. I think uh, I think Denver uh, again, Russell Wilson against the Rams. It's a defense and a quarterback that that know each other pretty well, um, from you know being in the same division up until this season. Um, it'll be real interesting to see where Denver sits at this point in the season because uh, they play a, a, the toughest division in football, uh, and they've got mile high hopes with uh, with this new quarterback. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Like, is this? Uh, are they going to be rolling at this point? Or are they trying to climb into postseason relevancy at this point? Which is not at all a dig against that team. It's it's a really, really tough division, and therefore a really tough uh, schedule for them. Um, so uh, so this will be. A, I think it'll be a great matchup, regardless of of how the season's going. But I'll be interested to know what uh, you know, are the are the Rams going to be uh, headed into the postseason this year, or are they? you know, a flash in the pan. So you don't uh, think the best part about that broadcast is the Nickelodeon version of oh, it? Oh, is that, is that the Nickelodeon game? Oh, you, you're damn right it is. You're going to get some slime. You're nice. going to get a lot of really nice. terrible graphics. And yeah, you're going to get yeah, some really the, bad commentary. All the, all the really cheap CGI slime yeah. that they do. Yeah. That just And SpongeBob, like the, the SpongeBob field goal net and oh my god it's uh-huh. it's it, it is overplayed it is but it's already tired i've seen it one time in one year and i don't want to see it ever again I, I, please god 
You know, is this the way we need to expose kids to American football? Is this really how you want to do this? <laughs> you know, like, uh, it's just, it's sad. You know, it's just, this, the, the sport speaks for itself enough. And I was a kid. I loved football. It was violent. I was, I was an angry kid. Perfect. You know, well, that's all I need. So it's, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I thought about this a little bit a while back when, when they had one of these. And I was like, man, is this the best way to... Uh, to gain viewership from that age audience because I'm not sure that it is. Um, you know, the ki- kids that are into sports at, at that age, uh, it just kind of happens organically. Um, you know, I, I just imagine, you know, some child on Christmas turning on Nickelodeon for some Nickelodeon and being like, what the heck is this? I want my just, Nickelodeon. This, this, right. this is what... You know, this is what Grandpa likes. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and and you know, I'm not saying that every kid that that turns on Nickelodeon expecting cartoons and finding football is going to be disappointed. I just think it's you know the majority of them are going to be like, well, can we get back to our regular scheduled programming? I want some cartoons. Oh, uh, look, there's SpongeBob. Oh no, he's a field goal net. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, <laughs> what episode the kids, is this? The kids that like football. And, and and consume football at that age, they're going to do that anyways because, you know, they're in a house that watches NFL on on uh, the, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and Sundays. Yeah. So it, it, it just isn't the, uh, it, you know, this isn't the way to expose <laughs> the uh, the kids to football. I just, really? A Nickelodeon? With, uh, you know, it would be one thing it was on Nickelodeon, right? And you just, you just simulcast on Nickelodeon? Fine. Okay, but then they just... Yeah, it just, oh, good Lord. They have to do what they have to do with the graphics and the commentary, and they have the kids' sideline reporters. It's just, <laughs> it's it's tough. It's just tough. And how and how would I know all this? Well, I did not watch it on Nickelodeon, but I did see, see the compilation of just the, of the, um, of just the, the, the putrid nature of how it was presented on YouTube. And I'll, I'll, I don't, that's all I need to see. I, I don't want it ever again. I don't want to see it ever again. <laughs> this is coming from a kid that grew up in the 90s, you know? Oi, oi vey. Anyway, Buccaneers Cardinals. What's, this is NBC. What do you think? Um, yeah, so this, this one, again, it's, uh, you know, it, it's exciting right now. Um, a lot of things can happen. So, you know, is, is Tom Brady going to be, Tom Brady for one more year, or, or, or does he fall off? Um, and I know that becomes a harder question to ask every year. It's like, oh, of course he's not going to fall off. He's Tom Brady. What are you talking about? But, you know, father time comes for us all. So uh, so you, you really don't know who Tampa Bay is going to be this year, especially that far into the season. And the same thing with Arizona. Does, uh, does Kyler Murray in the front office get things ironed out? Are things gonna gel with uh, with him and his former OU teammate uh, Hollywood Brown? Um, which which I really I mean, being a fan, I'm I'm really hoping that they do. I, I've got you know I've got high expectations on the Cardinals this year. I'd love to see them be a, a real competitor. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, assuming the best, I think this this could be the game of the day uh, of three really good day, games. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, what do you think the NFL's decision about not 
but I'm not having any of these games in like a like you said a white Christmas white Christmas atmosphere. Yeah, you know, like, that's like, that's a little. What bit do you think of about a head that? Scratcher, a little bit of yeah. a head scratcher. Uh, right. Um, you know, with Tampa Bay and Arizona, it kind of like neither one of those places well, screams Christmas. Right. Um, right. But you know, Denver in Southern California, Green Bay in Miami. Uh, it's uh, it's like man, did we did, did is this a typo? Is this a... <laughs> I, I that's what I thought at first. I, you know, they have a perfect opportunity to, like I said, I just you know you wonder it's the the league is so poorly run and represented sometimes. I don't I I love the matchups. Like don't get me wrong, I just can't help but wonder like what's the best aesthetic for a football game in December on Christmas? Like what do you want to see on Christmas? I want to see some snow. I want to oh, see yeah. guys slipping all over the place. I want to see some Rudolph graphics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me, uh, I want to see the abominable snow monster come in and throw a tackle on somebody, you know? Yeah. No, I'm just joking. But, I, no, I, no, I just no, want to no. see. Give me, uh, uh, give me Eagles at New England. Yeah. Yeah, no, seriously. Give me just, that. like, that's, like, when I think of these games, like, and Christmas isn't a traditional football day right but now it's right. going to be because they can make a ton of money off it of course yeah. it's going it's, to be it's the new thanksgiving so the... <laughs> <laughs> right yeah heard of the, have you ever heard of christmas it's a new thanksgiving <laughs> um <laughs> and so i wonder like you know if this is the way it's going to be and we think about tradition and football like on thanksgiving's tradition i want to see like the lions i want to see some snow on thanksgiving you know i want to see stuff like that well in this case, you know, Christmas is going to be a new tradition. It just, it brings me back, man. It brings me, I wasn't alive in the 70s. I just love watching old NFL yearbooks and stuff and NFL films. And this stuff, like, these sorts of fun, feel-good games on Christmas and Thanksgiving, make, they make you want to see them in, like, the old, ultimate atmospheres, you know, where, like, guys are just, it's just a rough game, you know? And it's a little bit low scoring, and it's just, it's physical, and because it's cold, <laughs> You know, it's cold and it's on a weird day of the week and, you know, it kind of throws everybody off. I don't know. Am I asking for too much here? <laughs> no, I, I, I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, growing up, I always associated football with, uh, you know, changing from, from summer to fall into winter. And, yeah. uh, you know, the best football weather is the kind that makes you want to bundle up a little bit. Um so yeah, I, I I think uh I think this is definitely a missed opportunity by the league uh you know whoever's in charge of scheduling this madness. Just it's wild. It, it it's wild that they can they can't get things like this right. You know? I I don't I don't understand. Like I don't I we we can't speculate on cuz legitimately we don't know who makes the schedule. It's just the league. Like I don't know if they throw darts at the board, you know, I don't know if they roll dice in a big lottery system and they pick them out like we they'll, we'll never know i don't think they'll ever tell you because they don't want like that kind of secret to get exposed right <laughs> but i just i just not that it's like a real big you know watergate or what have you but i just want i wonder you have an opportunity to really present a really unique aesthetic that people won't forget you know um and that's what makes football that that's what makes football amazing and the nfl in particular is that it's just this very unique aesthetic of these big Superhuman guys fighting each other for inches, you know, and we could have this just really cool Christmassy feel. You got the cool graphics. You got guys saying it's Christmas. You're watching it. It's snowing. I don't know. What do I know? 
<laughs> I don't, you know, I just, I'm ranting now. So let's move on. Um, that's the Thanksgiving Christmas Day games, folks, and uh, that's our analysis of it. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think it's cool that there's going to be Christmas games every year, especially being a football fan. I got to have something on in the background the whole time. You know, oh, you yeah. got to no, open up presents. Good. You got some eggnog. You got some, you know, you got some Baileys. You, you just saw a football on the TV. It's beautiful. Just beautiful. <laughs> Makes me want to cry. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, this is going to be tough to switch gears here, but speaking of, you know, just of, well, I mean, bringing it up, we'll just say it, Deshaun Watson, right? Um, things right. have picked up a little bit this week in terms of how his situation is being handled. And trying to comment on this objectively as much as possible is based on what we've heard. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how we can really analyze this other than he's facing 22 different cases with 22 different juries regarding 22 different massage therapist civil lawsuit claims. Did you get those numbers? Yeah, 22. My God. Um, <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, how many massages can you get in a lifetime? Like, 22 is a high number for, like, I, lifetime I, massage. Um, like, I, yeah, it's just, uh, like, so let me ask you this. massage therapists is just crazy. It's, cra- it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really mind-blowing situation, but more importantly, it's mind-blowing not because, not only because of that, just the, you hear the, the hearing it is just like, wow, 20. This is this guy is. How is he going to get out of this? You know, I mean, and first off, he shouldn't, right? He should, if he's, if indeed he's found guilty, he should pay every one of them as much as money as they want. You know, because yeah. it's civil. It's a civil no, case at this point. Absolutely. It's not criminal anymore. Well, in twenty two, you know, that's and, like you're talking approaching Bill Cosby numbers. Like, oh, it's just twenty two ridiculous. Crazy. So how do how do how do how how do <laughs> how does the NFL? Like let him how they how do they let him play a game, realistically this year with with those numbers and that sort of connotation. When you hear it, you're like, it's nobody can hear that and say, uh, I've had more. You know, that's not that many. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I've heard worse. No, this is bad. This is bad. You know, no, it it's bad. And 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 a lot of how this, do you let I him think, play? I think time will tell a lot of like. So there's there's two ways to look at this: assuming that he's guilty and assuming that he's innocent. So. Assuming that he's guilty, it's like, you know, why haven't you just settled with these with these people? Uh, because you got free of the criminal charges. Um, and if he is innocent, then it does make a bit of sense for him to fight these things in court rather than just pay these people off. Um, and I, I really hope that he is innocent. Um, doesn't feel that way yet. But, uh, you know, it, it's possible. Um, so if, I guess what I'm trying to say is if it turns out that he is innocent, then I feel like he is taking the right course of action at this point. But you can't look into the future and, and know. So from the league standpoint, you know, best case scenario, he's innocent. He's going to beat these things in court. But we still can't let him play until he does. It's just, I mean, it's semi-embarrassing. Semi? You know, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's pretty embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing for the league. No, that, like, it, yeah, okay. and, and that is what I mean. I mean, obviously, it's yeah. beyond embarrassing for any person to have that many allegations against them. But for the league, right. it's, it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, it's, like, uh, it's a huge black eye on the league right now. 
that's a unfortunate pun for the for the NFL. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's a giant detractor for I think a large part of the fan base. Um, you know that that sort of thing uh, people feel pretty strongly about, and uh, I mean. I, I haven't had a chance to uh, confer with my uh, with my friends who are, are Browns fans. God bless them. Um, but uh, I, I wonder what they what they think about all this because I know I mean, you know, assuming the best in people as I like to do, uh, Browns fans are probably pretty torn between you know finally being relevant after two two and a half decades of just garbage and then now they're in this horrible horrible situation where they could be slipping into irrelevance again and their only you know i mean foreseeable way that they can avoid being irrelevant is this guy who is just morally unacceptable to the average person so it's a it's a tough spot for the fans, you know. I'm always advocating for these teams' fans. It's just, it's, in, it's insane. I mean, it's just you know I I don't know what to say. I mean, you look at it like he, I think I don't know what day this started, but this week he started one of the 22 trials. Yes, Jesus, one of the 22 trials. Like you let okay, you're the league. You let this guy get traded. You let him sign a huge contract, right? <clears throat> no less to the Browns, like the laughingstock franchise in the NFL, right? And, like, he was on – everybody thought he was going to play. Oh, he's not facing criminal, and now he's civil, and now it's back again. And you knew this wasn't going to go away, but we didn't – I guess we didn't know the magnitude of how it was going to be handled, you know? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. 22 – one of 22 started this week. One of 22 pre-trial dis- dispositions, not even on trial. <laughs> They're just talking like they're just they haven't even met with a judge. You know, it's 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 embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing for the league. It's embarrassing for John Watson, embarrassing for the Browns. It's a it's a bad look, man. I mean, you can't let him play. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to draw a line here. I don't know much about this situation legally. Obviously, like, I'm not part of the league, you know, sort of. I'm just saying, you know, from an optic standpoint, if you let him play and things are so ongoing, even if it's civil, I mean, give me a break, you know? No, give me I, a break. I completely agree. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, trying to uh, consider everything involved, um, you know, if, just... uh, if he's not allowed to play, uh, does that... Uh, can we assume that the uh, that the draft picks they traded away are going to go up in value because because the Browns are going to have terrible seasons without him and and those those picks <coughs> that they traded are just going to be that much higher? It's just you know, there's so many questions like what ifs. Okay, what do you, what do you do now? Really, the the I mean, the to make it football related for a second here, um, you know. What about Baker Mayfield now? What do you do? Well, so that that's a what really bad. So like, let's say Deshaun Watson gets suspended. Uh, the Browns, the way I see it, are pretty screwed. Uh, because I mean, maybe Baker Mayfield will play for the Browns, but 
you really think he's going to be playing inspired football? Um, I mean, oh God. he's he's like the scorned lover. You know what I mean? So, Just, I, I mean, I think that whether Deshaun Watson is suspended or not, uh, Baker Mayfield needs to get the hell out of Cleveland as fast as possible. Uh, that's the best thing for everyone considered when it comes to Baker Mayfield. Um you know where where he should go play uh that's wide open because there's so many teams that would be better off with him um and and that's more commentary on the the state of the league than i'm not I'm not saying that Baker mayfield's the answer by any means he's he's average below average you know um but uh but you know could still be a big improvement for for a lot of the teams out there so uh i would uh I would welcome news of uh, Baker Mayfield ending up anywhere else as soon as possible. Oh, God. He'd have to want to just get out of there, you know? And I'm sure he does. Like, Oh, yeah. I, so mean, what? I mean, anybody can put themselves in his shoes and be like, just, you know, it didn't work out with the new person, and what, you're going to come back to me? I don't think so. Like, I don't just, want to play for this team anymore. <laughs> and it's just such a joke. It's such a joke, and... The whole situation is just a nightmare, and even just to talk about it is like uncomfortable, honestly, considering the allegations. Um, Absolutely. But it's worth you know it's worth talking about just because of the fact that it, it's it, it we talk about it all the time. I love I love football. You know, I, I love the NFL. Don't get me wrong. I think it's it's worth bringing to light some of the transgressions and maladaptive behavior of what of the NFL in general, right? <laughs> that's our next podcast, NFL in general, I guess. <laughs> um, sorry. You know, because it, it's, it's, it's worth pointing it out because at the end of the day, this, you know, there's, there, there should be books and art, peer-reviewed articles written on how this, this company, organization, I don't know what they are. They're like a nonprofit. They don't even pay taxes, ironically. Um, you know, how they continue to exploit and skirt around legal issues and get away with so many different things in, in the in, in the world today under the guise of they're a sports league, right? But they're also role models to kids. They're, um, you know, they, they do uh, charity work. They do, you know, they, they donate money to, to plenty of nonprofits. They, you know, run uh, youth leagues. You know, they, they're, uh, they're a goal for a lot of people in this country to get out of debt or to get out of a, a d- difficult situation, you know, and they're mitigated for years because of ethnicity or among other things. And this is their one chance to make it, you know, and this is the league. This is the league that they, they want, they, that, that represents, you know, this pinnacle of, of, of uh, sport. It's uh, boy, it is just ridiculous. It, it's, it's hard to think about sometimes, you know, <laughs> right. oh, yeah. I, and Roger Goodell gets paid $75 million a year. I mean, what? oh my God, it's, it's, it's wild, just wild to think about, you know, I don't know, but, uh, you know, that's what we'll keep talking about. <laughs> that's why, because none of us know, and we keep wanting to get an answer. So I, the only, uh, in conclusion, I hope, you know, that this, whatever happens here gets figured out and whoever, you know, whatever happens in terms of money and charges and, you know, gets done and dealt with um, as it needs to be as the jury sees it and the judge sees it necessary and um, I hope boy I hope this this is a, a story for a lot of people um, to understand what's you know what could be in their future if they're not um, 
not too careful. So, anyway, can we move on from Deshaun Watson? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, okay. I, I, I'm ready to talk about something else. I mean, it, it is something, it's, it's extremely relevant in uh, right. NFL news, but, man, it is, you know, not not a fun topic, which is why, you know, I think we're saying the same thing here. Like, right. you know, rip the Band-Aid off, uh, you know, you know, best case scenario, you still need to suspend this guy. He should not yep. play until we know what's what. Um, and uh, and you know, the sooner things like this develop, the sooner the the Browns can figure out you know what the heck they're going to do this season. Um, I, I, I again, I, I I think they're pretty screwed um, because I don't think Baker Mayfield is is the right thing right now. I think uh, I think they kind of. You know, they close the door on him being their guy. Uh, whatever value they can get for him, which probably won't be much with the price tag that, that comes with him. But still, you know, just get him, <clears throat> get him out the door, so that so that they so they can move on. Right, and uh, that's what we're going to be doing is moving on <laughs> from from this conversation. So, um, which I think we're uh, over at this point, and we're just keeping an eye on Deshaun Watson because we'll have to. We'll, we'll end up hearing a lot more about this over the next, I would think, months. And July 4th is the deadline to suspend him or do something with him, uh, disciplinary-wise, which I assume is going to happen. It has to, right? Yeah. I uh, can't believe I'm going to say this, but I really did prefer the, uh, the Aaron Rodgers drama of last offseason to, uh, to this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we we made fun out of that. The world you know, the Aaron Rodgers talk. And place. it was and, and right and it was football related. This is just right. Not football related and it makes it uncomfortable for anybody to talk about or think about, but at the end of the day it's worth it. There just needs to be more light shit on this because it's it, it's just it is what it is at the end of the day, you know. So, anywho, um last topic of the day, we're going to bring up Drew Brees. What do you think about Drew Brees' tweet and Drew is he coming Brees. back? Um, this is this is a fun one because it's football related and it's uh, you know everybody that that that's heard about it has speculation on it. Um, I so there, there's a few questions. You know, one is uh, you know how much are we willing to read into a tweet? You know, it's not a it's not a press release, but I guess these days there's a small difference between a tweet and a press release for some. Um, but uh, you know. Is is Drew Brees? Does he still have it? Does he still have what it takes? Um, I mean, I, I love a comeback story. So if if he does suit up, I'll be rooting for him. Um, does he come back to New Orleans? I, I think that's the assumption. They they could certainly use him, um, and and we know he loves that city and loves that team. So so I guess that's that's what I would imagine he's 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 talking about is coming back and and playing for the Saints. Um, it's uh, it's interesting because, like like I've said so many times in recent weeks, this this league is quarterback starved. Um, you know, we we welcome back uh, Tom Brady every year with you know high expectations of entertaining football. You know, from, for good quarterback play. Um, so I think uh, I think if Drew Brees comes back to play more football, it's an absolute win for the league and for the fans. I agree. Um, but he was in the booth, right, for NBC? So I think that's another thing that's being – I think that was actually mentioned in the tweet. 
like you're saying, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that. I could do both, or I, or I could do one or the other. Um, and, uh, and, and the list went on from there. I, I think the tweets were something like, I could, uh, I could play, I could be in the booth, I could be coaching my, you know, my son's team or something like that. Um, so, uh, so it was hard to get a read on the seriousness of the tweet. Is he just riffing? Was it serious? Um, fingers crossed he's coming back to play more football. I, I think that'd be great. But, but he was, uh, he was in the booth, right, for NBC? This past season, correct? Was he? Was he? That's what I'm asking. Or Fox or something? I don't remember that. I mean, I think he had a couple of TV spots. But, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think he was. Um, okay. Done, done at NBC after one season. It's a Dan Patrick on why he thinks Drew Brees is leaving NBC. This isn't fun. Drew Brees, man. For, wow. It wasn't fun. Not a good fit. Not a good <laughs> he, fit. He left after one year. In yeah. NBC. I see. That's why I'm asking. Like, was he there? Because I don't remember him even being on the. I want to. On the call. I, I want to say I can picture it. I can picture him. You know, in the booth, with a with a suit suited up. You know, um, but uh, I re- but man, I kinda, he, he didn't. I, remember I don't think it, he I, left much of an impression. I don't. I don't know if the uh, the booth is the right place for him. You know. I don't see. I think the thing is, he was supposed to take over for Collinsworth, but I don't. The thing. I think he was so bad that none of us remember him, or we blocked it out. Because that, that, I don't think he was very good. That's what I'm saying. Is I I think I can picture it, but I I can't actually remember him, uh, or like you know his contribution to the broadcast. Um, and uh, and and I'm not trying to throw shade at, at Drew Brees. I think he's an amazing athlete, amazing guy. Sure. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, come back, come back to the to the field, man. Play some more football for us. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> it says he might train for a pickleball tour. No, yeah, that was the a senior was, golf was like, tour. Yeah, reading My the God. Uh, reading yeah. his tweet. The one time yeah. I read it, it was like, man, this sounds more like he's you know spitballing rather than uh making a, a serious statement but but that i mean that's how these things often first pop up is by you know me uh, eh, eh, just kind of you know you know but then uh there's uh some truth behind it so uh so fingers crossed he's uh he's giving serious thought to uh you know do i want to put my body through it again do i think i have what it takes to uh to enjoy another season of, uh, you know, leading men on the field. Because I I do think that that, uh, you know, I I think it's like this for every player, but especially a quarterback uh, to, uh, you know, to to borrow the literal phrase, to quarterback a team, you know, to be that sort of team leader uh, and and lead, you know, men in teamwork and a goal, I think that's a, a powerful drug and uh, a difficult one for these successful, you know, long career quarterbacks to, to let go of and, and put to bed. Well, like, why should I believe, I mean, based on the way he left, like, what, what would make you believe that he would be, or why would I, why should I, and what would make you believe that he would be any good? So that's, that's the other question is, uh, is he going to be the old Drew Brees, you know, and I consider that question separate from, would he be better than, you know, at least 10 other quarterbacks in the league? Because I think, 
you know, you could say, no, he's not going to be as good as he used to be and say, yeah, but he's still going to be a top 20 quarterback in a league that's starved for quarterbacks. Right, right. Uh, I suppose that's true. I just, I'm trying to picture the way I saw Drew Brees go out, which basically was like, it was like he was trying to throw like a rock, like a a, a very solid geode through, right, through right. the air, and, well, and it just and, looked painful. I, and you know, that's, I, uh, that's, that's the fun thing to speculate on is, you know, did one year off, is he able to, you know, was he, you know, is, is that all the, did he just need one year of rest and rehab and... You know, he's not going to lose any of the football knowledge that makes a good quarterback a good quarterback. It's true. Boy, what a what a re- revelation. I, you know, like I said, I don't even really remember him calling any games. Maybe, maybe he was that bad, or he just it wasn't memorable. Like, I know, I remember him doing a Cincinnati-Tennessee game. I'm pretty sure he did that. That was like the NBC, right? Gotcha. Or Oakland. Was it Oakland? No, Vegas, excuse me. Was it Vegas and Cincinnati? I think it was. Yes, yeah, he called the Cincinnati-Vegas game. And he was a sideline analyst, so he he didn't even call games. He was just a sideline analyst, and he was, if you're, <laughs> man, he was bad. He had to have been. I honestly don't remember him being that. Good. He didn't. I don't know. You know, and NBC's done with him. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and NBC just kicks him aside. You know, he's bad. That's that must be that must be the reason why. <laughs> I mean, what else could it be? What else could it be? No, right? I mean it's a, it's a very different skill set. Um, and, uh, you know, it, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll find out someday if, if Tom Brady's going to be any good at it himself. Um, well, that's what we were saying last week, like why, or two weeks ago, why should we believe that Tom Brady, just because he's a goat can call games and be like a good color analyst. I mean that the only good ones I can think of, like there were players, they weren't even great players. Like Chris Collinsworth's fantastic. He was, he was average receiver. Um, you know, Tom Jackson and the NFL, like, um, he, he was, he was good for Denver, but he wasn't like a hall of fame or anything. Like it, it really doesn't matter. Like you just have to be charismatic. You have to have a passion for talking about the game. It, obviously John, John Madden sort of like a, uh, um, an outlier, but like Joe Theismann, I mean, he was, he was good or, or average, you know, and he was, he was a good analyst. Um, boy, I'm trying to remember Boomer Sison. Uh, Phil Sims, you know, um, Rich Gannon, I think he's okay, you know, uh, Mark Schlereth, love him, he's fantastic, you know, oh, so yeah. none listen, of these guys. I listen to Schlereth uh, several times a week on the radio here in Denver, he's great. Yeah, he's excellent, you know, and so like none of these guys are really, I mean, I, I don't I don't know, maybe they just think too much about the game because if they were that good at it and they don't, they can't like, you know, they can't talk about it candidly. Like some of these other guys, you know, maybe it's it's just I don't I don't know what it is. Right. You know, it's so hard well, to say. I'm like, is Mark Schlereth great on the radio, or is he just the only one there that's not a complete jabroni? I can't really tell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. That is fair. One hundred four three. The fan is really really terrible. So, but that that would that only only people in Denver would get that joke, and who only <laughs> specifically right. listen to one hundred four three. The fan. So. Uh, that's talking, a pretty niche joke right there. To a very yeah. specific uh, yeah. uh, subsect of our of our listener base, uh, right. you know who you are. <laughs> yeah, very small indeed. So, which is already small enough. So, um, <laughs> so it's something to keep an eye on with Drew Brees. Maybe we'll get him back in the NFL. I would like to see it, but I'm not hopeful for it. I honestly think he would be a good. Um, 
I don't know. Like, I think he'd be a good coach. Like, he seems like the kind of guy that's really can motivate people, um, knows a lot about the game, just can't comment on it, you know? And so uh, maybe we could see him in, like, an offensive uh, coordinating position. Oh, you, that, you never know. Well, and that would be – So, I think that that is a very intriguing idea because I, I, you got to think that, like, it would get Drew Brees – close enough to the game again that he's going to love what he does, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. If he can't be out there taking the hits and throwing the ball, like, he might as well be, uh, a, you know, a major contributor to that, that team effort that I was talking about. Um, and, uh, and man, what a win for the league because, I mean, he, he's the sort of player turned coach that people are going to tune in for. Um, right. If he's on the Saints' sideline, like that that'd be my biggest reason to watch a Saints game unless they're playing my team. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh I can say for a fact that we've been major contributors today, unlike uh, Drew Brees and NBC. <laughs> to uh sharing more more knowledge and more information and news about the NFL and uh, all the happenings of football this week. Continue to watch the USFL folks. I I've been I uh, was watching last week. Um uh, I'm trying to remember his name. You know, actually, you know what I caught? Uh, have you watched fan-controlled football by chance? What's it called? Fan-controlled football. Like the, no. the plays are called by fans. Well, so T.O.'s in the league, and they had the T.O. cam on him the whole time. Oh, man. <laughs> and it was just brutal. Um, but uh, it's really interesting. It's just arena football, but all the plays are called by fans. So it's really cool. Yeah, they're all voted on. And, yeah, yeah T.O. is in it. Didn't catch a, a, a lick. And uh, this guy DeAndre Francois, I don't know if you remember him, played on Florida State. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like I the star. That He's like the star of the league. Yeah, it's really cool. So um, it, that, I think that's on like uh, some obscure. Oh no, it's on um, Twitch. Sorry, there we go. So if Twitch. you want to watch that, it's on Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> good luck trying to find that huh. on Twitch. And uh, yeah, what? And and the USFL was decent this week. It was decent. I watched a game. Um, I, you know, it's hard to catch a bunch of them, a, a, because the atmosphere ruins it for me. I'll be honest. That's, it just ruins it for me. Uh, football is a lot about fans. You need to have the atmosphere and you have the crowd. Uh, you know, you see the same stadium every single game. They, they play it in Birmingham. There's no logos in the end zone. There's nobody at the game. It's just, but the, the problem is, is that the players are playing really hard and the action's good. So it's just, but the atmosphere just takes it out. It goes from like a 7 out of 10 to like a 2. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just unfortunate. I was, uh, I was looking forward to watching some USFL this weekend, but uh, unfortunately word has got around that I drive a truck, and I am yet again helping someone move this weekend. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll look for that <laughs> game if, uh, if there's time. Right. So um, if you guys want to watch it, it's on Peacock. It's also on uh, Fox. Uh, and I think CBS. It might be on CBS. But I think it's yeah Peacock and, and definitely Fox. So it's, it's easily catchable. Peacock's $5 a month. Not that I'm plugging anything because I'm not getting any money out of it. But uh-huh. it's, it's certainly a, a good bargain considering. Um, and then obviously Fox, you know, no streaming package there, but, but can catch on any, <coughs> excuse me, satellite or what have you. So... <laughs> worth watching <coughs> one second <coughs> sorry folks talking too much today um it, and if you get a chance to uh catch it it's i think it, it try not to let the atmosphere ruin for you like it did for me so anywho <coughs> i'm uh, rob and i'm dying uh and we're at football in general podcast on instagram we're at 
Bobby on Instagram. He's at TrebGeoDude on Instagram. Folks, it's uh, well, it's graduation season. I've been saying this for weeks. I don't know how many people are graduating this year, but several. It seems like. Yeah, at least a few. <laughs> Please bring uh, us to your uh, to your to your uh, to your barbecues, and uh, hopefully you don't choke on air while you're listening to it. Um, 47, 48 episodes, something like that, of just madness and good old time fun, and a lot of things that are irrelevant in the NFL now because we've talked about it way long ago. But they 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 make for good uh, Sunday Sunday uh, football conversations and good fillers of time, among other things. Just a good time to listen to in the car when you're driving around town, or if you're going in, uh, if you're commuting for a big barbecue this coming up uh, for Memorial Day. If you're out there drinking some brews and cruising on the river, why not? Uh, you know, download your favorite episodes of football in general and uh, put us on. So, just an idea. <laughs> Trevor, you got anything to say? And, um, until... No, <clears throat> just that uh, we'll be starting a uh, a GoFundMe for. Uh, for for Rob's uh, you know mental or sorry uh, physical ailments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of it is me not being able to breathe very well and having a tickle in my throat, which is a, a identified medical condition is worthy of me being on SSDI. So um, nonetheless, um, until next time, uh, which hopefully will be soon. We're out.